Welcome to Fueled by Faith, a podcast that shares the testimonies of sports people who compete for a glory greater than themselves. And welcome to episode eight of the podcast. Today, we're delighted to be joined by Australian Olympian professional basketballer, Kayla George. Of course. So first of all, um, how did you come to find God in your life? And what is your testimony story? So, great question. <laughs> so my mum has always been, um, and my dad, both both parents were very much immersed in, in, you know, loving God and in different levels and faith levels. Um, I was raised in a Lutheran church on my, with my dad's family, mm-hmm. baptised in a Lutheran church. And then my husband, um, when I first met him, he'd like, you know, talk to me about the same stuff my mum would say, but it was just a different voice. So I was like, oh, what? Oh, you think this stuff too? Oh. And so from there, my faith started to kind of really um, spark up and kind of grew from there. And now I'm in a position where I wouldn't say I'm, you know, where I want to be as a, as a Christian because I feel like we're constantly learning and growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can always do things better, like read my Bible more and things like that. But I'm certainly um, a strong woman Oh, that's okay. Yeah, your testimony. (laughs) So um, I guess uh, I've gone through a lot of trials, like a lot of lows in my basketball career. um, And I honestly don't know how people get through anything without him. I really like it blows my mind. I feel Um, you, especially during this time. Whatever you feel most comfortable with, lovely. Like, just yeah, you've got the reins. Was, um, so, back in 2014, I was playing really great basketball. I've just come back home from being in France for a couple of years, and there was a new national coach. And um, he liked me at the start and then started to not kind of like me after a couple of years. And I didn't really do anything in particular. I was just me. And he made presumptions about me, which were very inaccurate. And it was really um, disheartening. And so I came back and I was at the first training camp for that year. It was the World Cup in 2014. It was prepped for that. This was April. We were on the Central Coast, actually. In hey! Hotel, oh, uh, there you go. The Star of the Sea uh, Hotel. Yep. Um, Gosford. Down the road from me. Down the road. <laughs> oh, really? We were there. Um, and we had a camp there. And I trained really well. And then after I got a phone call, um, and he cut me from the squad. 
my goodness. I was like pretty hopeful that I was going to make that team that year. Oh. He cut me and I was livid, like completely just done. Like I was, you know, hands up, God, like I don't know what you're doing, but this really hurts, but I'm going to trust you anyway, even though like I'm livid, like I'm so devastated. Mm. So I think I like cried for like two weeks. It was like someone died because I really, really felt like it was like I trained well and that he didn't oh. really give me any anything to really work on. It was more just, yeah. it was almost like personal. I was like, what the heck? Oh, you're grieving that. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, so I went on, uh, you know, everything was out of my control at that point. So I went on and I was playing in the Victorian, the Southeast Australian League, um, the one under the top league of WBL, because it was the off season, the off season. And I was playing for Hobart, so I was living in Hobart at the time. And um, I was playing really well. I was just staying really focused and we were winning a lot of the games. We were quite successful. We won the, um, uh, the conference champions of that, that year and we ended up losing the final. Um, and he ended up giving me a call back a couple of weeks before the World Cup. And so I got to miss all the growing tours. I was a tour to Europe and a tour to Japan that the girls were saying were just horrendous. And all those camps in between that. And two weeks before, I got the call up and I was on the team. And I've been on the team ever since. So Wow. I feel like in that sense, like, it's more my mindset into it was, okay, control the controllables. Even if it means, you know, the coach isn't being fair in your eyes, but he's the coach. He makes the decision. You can't control that. Just do what you can do. So I went out and I played hard in my team that I could play with. And I ended up getting called up back and haven't missed the team since. That's phenomenal. So, I mean, God's incredible, right? So I, I just, in that moment, like without him, I probably would have spiraled like into a deep depression because I was livid, like mm. just so gutted. Um, especially when I felt like it was my time. Like I'd come back from Europe, I'd matured, I was playing well. I didn't understand his decision. Um, so it was really important for me just to focus on God at that moment and just worship him and get a real peace from that. And I feel like in any times of trouble in my life, that's kind of what I do. I, I worship him because a lot of times when you're really deep in trauma, you don't know what to say at times. Mm. So just to worship him and, and know that his hands in everything and sometimes he closes doors for reasons and then opens other ones that are better for you that he wants you to walk through. So. Oh, amazing. Wow. <laughs> no, I definitely resonate with you there, girl. And um, isn't worship music just amazing, as you said, when, when you don't have the words, it's like God will speak to you through song and um, and allow you to express yourself and feel things that you couldn't have otherwise. So, yeah. Right, 100%, 100%. And, like, it just actually brings me to a point of focus as well. Mm. Whereas sometimes, like, reading the Bible, I can get a bit distracted and sometimes, like, I like the passion translation because it kind of breaks it down, which is good. But, um, yeah, I struggle sometimes. So I'm not really a big reader. Mm-hmm. I can read, but I, I don't like reading so much. I don't like reading magazines. Like, I'm just not a big reader. Um, so I struggle with that. Sometimes I have the Audible Bible on while I'm sleeping or I listen to, like, heavenly um, instrumental music while I'm sleeping just mm-hmm. to soak in it. Yeah. I just love a good soak. Yeah. Yeah. That's but it. Listening to like really pumped up Christian um, music while I'm lifting weights is like a whole vibe. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes, girl. Weights and Jesus. Oh, that reminds me. Someone tagged me in this post. Um, it was along those lines. It was a t shirt and it said something like, I really need to lift some heavy weights, but I need Jesus more. <laughs> I was like, there you go. <laughs> yes. 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 I know, right? I was like, oh, I had to cut. But um, yeah, it's uh, amazing. Amazing. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and 
And um, the next question would be, what is the definition of being a Christian um, mean to you? Uh, a Christian to me is like, I think my favorite way to describe it is, um, uh, yeah, it's it's less about religion, more about relationship. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Oh no, 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 no. It's it's. Um, I think yeah. Someone said it to me in in while recording this podcast. It's definitely. I think, and once you, once if you're trying to find God too, if you if you don't have um him in your life, and you're I think trying to figure it all out. I think a lot of people think they have to experience God or, or have a big sign or wait for something. But if you seek him first and seek that relationship first, it's like the rest will come, you know. The, the re- people do get like a big like in your face like, <laughs> yeah. I, I'd love an encounter. Definitely. It scares me, but I want one. Yes, yes. To wake up one day and have Jesus at the end of my bed like, whoa, what's up? That's like, it. Oh, gosh. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? I'd love that, but. Yeah, totally agree. Like you just yeah. have to see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, 100%. Yeah. You're really cool. That's it. But people, if you make it too religious in, it kind of annoys me, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's their journey. You know? That's it. It's everyone's own journey, and I'm sure how you interpret it. Plant it's, seeds along the way. Yeah, that's it. Plant seeds yeah. and. Whatever works for someone mightn't work for the next person, but um, you know, it's your like private personal relationship with your best mate, Jesus. So, <laughs> yeah, there you go, <laughs> go for it. They're up for the up for the taking. <laughs> um, and then how do you know for sure, Kayla, that God is real? He's alive today, and He's walking with you playing alongside you on the court and he's here. Oh, that's a deep one. So yeah. I've been really fortunate to have some really great experiences um, in the Holy Spirit sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I've felt presence. I've um, laughed uncontrollably. I've cried uncontrollably. Um, I've, I have dreams and visions a lot when I'm sleeping. Um, like I've, I've experienced things you can't, yeah, it's it's hard to describe to someone who's really not about it. Mm-hmm. It sounds a bit wild, but I've certainly I've experienced enough on the good side and the bad side to know that you know he's real, um, Satan is real, mm. the demonic realm is real. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's too deep for the show, but uh, <laughs> I've certainly experienced some you know not so great things as well. And I'm like, oh gosh, I don't want to be about that. I want to be about the good stuff because the good stuff eliminates that stuff. So yeah, um, yeah, experience stuff on both sides. Um, so ooh, yeah. <laughs> no, cool. I love it, and I refer back to those two. I call them God moments, where yeah. it's like if you go into sort of what the Holy Spirit is, maybe for someone, as you said, that doesn't know God yet, might think that's a bit woo woo. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're just God moments. That's it. <laughs> life on the court as a athlete oh, 
Australia we don't. Mm. So but this season in Melbourne, my um, co-captain and I, Maddie, she decided to do like 90 seconds of like mindfulness and like positive thinking for 90 seconds and then I'd get up, we'd all hold hands and I'd pray for the team and lead the team <sighs> in prayer before the game. And I've wow. never done that here in Australia before. So um, I was really hyped that even the girls that don't really believe in it, that everyone kind of got around it though. We'd all say amen. And regardless of their understanding mm-hmm. of what I was saying, Yeah. I'm covering the love of the blood of Jesus. I'm covering us in prayer regardless of the result. We're like, you know, all this kind of stuff, you know, all Jesus prayer kind of stuff, you know, mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and so without them really having a huge understanding of the meaning of what I'm saying, we're all going out there covered by the blood of Jesus. Like, that's huge. Do you know what I mean? And his hand is and everything. So sometimes we look at games and I'm like, oh, my goodness, this hurts a lot. I'm not sure why you allowed this loss, but the door closed, another one open, I'm just your hands in it all. Just got to stay really positive about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I love that. And I love your vulnerability with it all. And I love that you have a cross tattoo as well. I've got my little one on my wrist Girl, there. Three. You're one three. Oh, that's it. No, you are. You are. And I say it, it's kind of like wearing um, the Team Jesus bib proudly across your chest in not just, you know, not just on the court, but um, in your life outside of sport as well, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, well, would you like to share those? Because that was one of the next questions, your favourite verse, if you wanted to share one of those with us. So I like Psalms 91. I don't have that tattooed on me. Mm -hmm. It's a bit long. Um, But I've got um, Genesis 9.13, which talks about God's promises about flooding, never flooding the earth again. That's what rainbows are about. I've got uh, Jeremiah 29.11 on my leg. Oh, my goodness, girl. That's my all-time favourite, 29.11. (laughs) Read away. Nothing else could give you that sense of fulfillment. And then what advice would you give to people who want to know Jesus? Um, Where do you think they should start uh, to learn about him and have a relationship with him? 
I think it's really um great question. But I think <laughs> you know some people think it's really that religious vibe again that you've got to got to you know you know thank you Lord Jesus Father our God like you know be really religiously but it's honestly like a conversation like you and me right now but like hey God I'm really new to this I'm not sure like what to say but I'd love to get to know you more and just continuously you know putting a conversation with God in your routine like he hears everything that you're you're saying that you're about to say that you're thinking like but he wants you to speak it do you know what I mean so um, I think just having a conversation maybe try and listen to some music see if you can vibe with it as well some worship music there's rap worship music there's rock there's all different kinds of worship music so whatever your genre um i feel like you know you can really get get into it that way but honestly just starting a conversation and it's not scary mm. just get in the shower in your car driving like have a conversation like hey girl what's up um new to this would love to have a yarn with you sometime um here's what's going on in my life um i guess thank you for loving me regardless of me loving you back at this point mm. you know Yeah. You know, honestly, you'll get so much peace from it and it's it's a beautiful journey. Yes. And not saying that once you follow Jesus everything will go smoothly, it just makes the storms easier to ride out. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Teaches you to surf the waves, the tsunamis of life, right? Oh gosh, man. <laughs> That's beautiful advice, Kayla. Thank you. And yeah, thank you so much for sharing your testimony with us today. And um, we wish you all the best for the seasons ahead. Until next time, this has been Fueled by Faith. I hope you've been encouraged by this faith story.